I'm Sinead O'Moore and you are listening to Every Mum the Podcast, supported by Water Wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland, made with simply two ingredients and nothing else. From fertility to birth, careers, relationships and to taking care of ourselves, here we talk about the real experiences of parenthood. The love, the loss, the unexpected and the moments that we don't talk enough about. This season is supported by one of the most essential products for every mum. From that first nappy change to those messy winning months. Water Wipes winners of seven National Parenting Product Awards 2022, including Best Baby Wipes, are ideal for delicate newborn skin. Together, we are committed to providing more support for parents with trusted products and this podcast. Kaz Mooney is a mum of three who has found simple but effective ways to make her money work for her. Recognising that families were struggling with their own budgeting, she started her Instagram page earlier this year, which has grown to over 110,000 followers, proving how much we all need to talk about money more. The cost of living crisis has hit families who are trying to work, pay childcare, heat their homes and fill their trolleys. But there is accessible support out there. Here we talk about feeding a family of five for five euro, her monthly budget, talking to her kids about money and smart ideas to ease the financial stress of Christmas. Thank you so much for joining me on Every Mum the Podcast. Uh, we're recording a few weeks in advance, but as we sit down this week, it was budget week. Uh, so a busy week for you, I bet, when it comes to all the content that you create for us. Um, but I think that no matter what week it is this winter, budgeting and family finances and being a little bit smarter around how we're spending is on everyone's mind. Yeah. You have created a massive community very quickly, which just shows, I suppose, like how as Irish families we're approaching what is kind of coming. Like it's it feels like this, you know, we had we had a couple of good months there where there was no pandemic and no worries. But no, this cost of living crisis is hitting us big time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's on everyone's minds. And no doubt like your your Instagram keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. Are, were you surprised at, at all, I suppose, how quickly it has taken off? Or were you like, no, yeah. I, I knew this is where we're at? Yeah, because um, when I started my page, um, it was just a personal journey. Um, I was anonymous in the beginning. So um, it, it just is so surprising how it's taken off. Um, it was just through people messaging saying they wanted more to know more about me and our journey and then I was kind of sharing a bit more and as it just kind of grew organically that way Um, but yeah I've had a few viral videos and that's just really kind of helped to push everything a bit more. Take me back though to why 
you shifted your mindset into how can I be smarter about minding my money, not denying myself the things that I that I need or I want, but to just be like, no, we need to take this seriously. Yes. Yeah, so um, like we would have always been frugal um, over the years. Um, we were quite young um, having my first child. So I was 20. And um, so we didn't get a chance to really spend too much money. Um, but then over the years, um, like, so when my middle child went to school, um, I retrained and I started um, full time. And that meant the two of us were bringing in an income suddenly. So we would have been a single income family for about, gosh, it would have been eight or nine years and then suddenly we were two income family and um yeah we were pretty good for the beginning of that and then um one year then we just went a bit mad and went on a few too many holidays and uh one holiday in particular we put most of it onto um our credit card we went to america and we put a lot of it onto the credit card came home looked at a whopper of a bill and it just kind of gave us a wake up call. Um, we had been renting for years, but we suddenly realized um, that there wasn't as many places to rent. The rental crisis was starting to hit and we knew we wanted to buy a house. And we were just thinking it's now or never. We need to change this cycle. It's it's interesting what you say there about the holidays and the kind of you were very frugal and you did have that kind of mindset and I I feel like I have two modes I either am really I don't want to say disciplined but we're just not spending it's like whatever we have in the house is what we need whatever clothes I have is all I need you know but it was kind of easier in the pandemic because I didn't I didn't go anywhere I didn't need to to do anything and I'm finding as soon as I slip into I'm more excited about things or if I say start saying yes to things all of a sudden that yes turns into but maybe I need this this and this and maybe you know I don't really like my clothes maybe I need this new outfit but I don't have any shoes to go with that outfit and then if I'm Mm -hmm. getting from A to B well I'm probably not going to get the dart I'm going to end up getting a taxi and 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 maybe I should get my hair done beforehand and there's another 200 quid and all of a sudden it's like that yes is hundreds of euro gone yeah yeah it's so easy but I the thing I like to uh, tell people is to set a budget so to set a certain amount aside so um I personally put a certain amount every paycheck for me to use whatever even if I do end up using it on other things um it's my decision it's my money and I advise everyone doing that um we do that for everyone in our family so my husband has his money um and then the kids have their pocket money and certain amount of that they can spend on anything they want and it just means then that you're going to make decisions on that money like do you want to save it up for something nice or do you want to go get the taxi? Do you want to go out for a few drinks with your friends, go for a coffee? It just means that there's no um, 
it's nothing holding you back from spending that money except yourself. You can make the decisions much more freely and you know the bills are still going to be paid. You know, it's not going to affect the rest of your family's finances. So it's not about denying. It's just about yeah. like, yeah, because I even as you were talking there, I could feel a sense of empowerment and relief almost. Yeah. I was like, oh, OK, so I, I still get to do something nice. That's that's yeah. good. Because as I said, I exist in two modes, I feel like I'm either just really like batting down the mm -hmm. hatches or it's just flying out of the account. Yeah, no, like we were the same, like we were finding we were living paycheck to paycheck. And it was nearly like the more we were struggling, the more we wanted to spend our money. It was like this terrible mm. cycle. It was like, it's like when you're dieting, just, all you can think of is yes. food. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Exactly. And then we'd get paid and, you know, we would hold on to it. But then it'd be gone again before the next paycheck. So it was only when we started looking ahead and creating that plan that we were able to um, really get a hold on our finances. So talk to me about the plan. OK, so so the 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 combined incomes, they, they come in and it's like, OK, your your top priorities obviously are going to be, you know, your housing your utilities, mm -hmm. the bills, whatever it is that you have to support your life. Um, yeah. And then, so is it, is it like you work backwards from like necessity and then nice to have? Yeah, that's it. So um, I first off will look at the bills and direct debits. So that's going to be your housing. That's going to be your utilities, the non-negotiables, the things that won't change month to month. And they are like a fixed expense. So I just make sure that there's enough to cover that no matter what. So I'll go through and highlight all the bills on a calendar for that paycheck. So I know exactly what's coming out of that paycheck and that money has to just stay there. And I'll usually round up slightly so that you can build a small bit of a buffer in that account in case a bill's a bit higher one month or something like that. And then I will look at your variables. So that's like your food, your diesel, um, personal spending money, any like children's activities that you need to pay for. Um, so I'll look at all of those and they are variable, um, even though some of them are very still very important, like food. Um, but it's something that you can maybe move up and down. Um, so they aren't quite as important to put first and then the next thing I would do after that is you're looking at your goal so what is your goal with your money so whatever is left are you throwing that towards paying off debt are you saving for future big expenses you have coming up like Christmas mm. um, or are you saving to buy a house a wedding there's so many different things we're all working towards so that's that last bit is what you're throwing at that and any additional income that you may have come in as well throughout the month what do you hear from the huge community that follow you Where, where's their head at what are they most concerned about right now at the moment a lot of people are worried about heating so um, the cost of whether it is gas or um, oil, a lot of people are worried just as the weather is starting to turn at the moment. That's um, something that a lot of people are worried about. That and then the rising food prices, that would be another really big topic in my comments. Um, I suppose it's just another thing that we can't really control. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously a worry 
um, especially as we go closer to Christmas and things like that, which would normally be seen like the winter would be seen as more of an indulgence time. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, it's frightening. Do you feel fear from from people that are following you? You get some very difficult stories mm. coming in and it's really difficult because if you took on the mm. emotion of every story, it like you'd get nowhere, you know, um, so but there's definitely some that really catch you. Um, some very, very difficult stories for sure. Um, and a lot of people who are just asking for help and don't know where to start and are just really struggling. And I try to, you know, keep it as, as helpful to as many people as I can, but I don't go into each person's individual finances. So I have to direct them onto somebody else then to MABS or um, to a financial advisor. Which is only fair. I mean, because yeah. what you're doing is you're you're sharing the things that have supported and helped you. Yeah. And obviously that's connecting people. Um, but it is, you know, even you see, you know, doctors in that space saying, look, I'm not mm-hmm. giving out any any person information. Um, do you have you noticed, though, that this isn't necessarily like when we think of people that would fall into debt before? we might have thought of like as you described the family that went on the few you know massive holidays mm-hmm. and, and weren't paying attention and were living a really good life and kind of like fell into this trap is that yeah. what's happening or are these just like genuine it's, hard-working people that are like I can't I'm not taking in enough for what's going out it's such um it's a, across the board yeah it's every single uh, career it's every wage it's everywhere and um I think as well what's astonishing is some people didn't even realize that you know it's not it shouldn't be a thing that you have so much debt like some some people have said to me they didn't even know it was debt before they were listening to me talking about paying off debt and listening to other people um calling in wanting to reduce their debt as well because it become so normal you know like it was just so normal to put everything onto a credit card everyone had no overdraft um but yeah it, there's some really there's some really difficult stories um it's, it seems to be right across the board um people living sometimes above their means um and yeah it's, it's, it's so difficult to listen to do you think that there's an issue though widespread that we just don't have enough um we don't we don't talk about money enough as a culture and therefore yeah. we don't know enough about money and there is kind of there's there's a small little clique of people that might have been educated actually on how to really work your money but for the large part a lot of people are really confused by the terms that are used by bank speak um, by financial terms you know you pick up the newspaper and you're trying to get get your head into the economics of what's going on and straight away you feel excluded because you simply don't understand it yeah like uh, I think well for one we're fighting the taboo everybody in the financial community of money in Ireland um, it was just something you weren't to talk about 
um, you know, don't let the neighbours know. And um, growing up, like you would be told by people to not disclose what you're living on, not to tell people your salary, not to tell people how you're surviving. And, um, you know, you would just see your neighbour driving around in their nice new car and there'd be no questions. Um, but I think that is starting to change. Hopefully it's starting to change because the only way we can all um, improve is to learn from each other. And I think that's something that I hopefully am helping to um, improve on. And um, yeah, it's it's just... The other thing I hope as well is like I I'm just a mum here talking about what we do and I'm not sitting there in a suit. I definitely try to keep away from crazy terms. I definitely try to talk in a way that I myself can understand mm -hmm. and hopefully that will um, make it a bit more accessible to a lot more people. Some of the videos that I, I love from what you create or the recipe ones the feeding yeah. a family of five on five euro because it's it's it looks so accessible it looks so easy it looks so obvious you know when I see what you, the ingredients you're putting together and stuff and it's like where am I going wrong it makes me think okay why have I not and I know what it is. It's because I walk around the shop and I just buy, I just put anything into the trolley that I think I might need or I think mm. I might want. And I don't, I don't need it all. There are ways mm. to, to make it work. And of course, there's huge benefits to this. You reduce food waste. You, you know, you, you, you have much more kind of nutritious things because you're pairing everything together and you might be eating more seasonally as a result. And, but it just brings, it's again, it's, it's what you're doing with that account in the beginning. It's like just putting a bit of structure on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like uh, I think with the feeding five people for five euro, that's uh, gone down quite well. One, because hopefully it's helping some people that are struggling even to come up with frugal uh, meals for their family. But then two, like it, it's kind of putting a little structure, like you said, because the greatest savings um, in the food shop come from before you've even walked into the food shop. It's preparing to go in. So it's writing your food list, making sure you're not buying another um, catch up when you've already got two in the press um, just just making sure you're getting what you need and then looking at any um, specials and savings that can be had and um, so when I do the five euro meal that's exactly what I'm doing there and hopefully that kind of helps show people an idea of how to come up with their own frugal meals you are obviously keeping a very close eye on what's happening when it comes to food prices. Um, I'm not, I have to say. I, I just look, I, my trolley gets wheeled out and I kind of think, Jesus, I don't remember being that much. But I'm not <laughs> looking at like the individual things. Are you noticing across the board a real s steep incline? Yeah. And unfortunately, it seems to be especially in the staples. So uh, the likes of your bread and milk and flour, like, you know, the, the items that we can't necessarily not buy, um, which is really difficult. It's making it very difficult on families. 
and it just seems to jump up suddenly you know there's not much warning it just uh one shot will go up and then they'll all follow suit then um but yeah it's it's difficult for sure so if it's across the stables it's not necessarily just the because I, I always feel, well, if I'm going to cut down on my shopping bill this month or this week, I'm going to take out the luxuries. Yeah. Well, the wine. <laughs> let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. I'm going to take out the wine. <laughs> Sometimes they're needed too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I suppose it's a two-edged sword because um, you kind of, uh, you do save by cutting them out you know by going back down to the essentials but then you can't decide to um you know not enjoy life either so it's it's difficult um but yeah I would when I do my food shop I would prioritize the essentials so I would be going for um the dinners and the lunches and the breakfast and then whatever is left then I go for a few luxuries but I would say in my food shop it's definitely reduced down as time's gone by and that's just you know the only way you can if you can reduce it down to one shop a week mm. and if you have to get bread or milk then that's fine um because I know myself um when I when I was trying to reduce my food shop the first thing I straight away tried to do is get it down to one um food shop a week to one shop as well because it just reduced the amount of times you'd be going in to get three things and you don't like I could go in and the intention is to buy something that's 175 12 euro is gone yeah and that could be daily yeah yeah you've caught a special or something has got your eye and you know if if I'm there, it's kind of it's open season. It's like, well, I'm already here. I don't have the blinkers on. So you're right. It's it's almost like buy for the week and live off it and kind of make yeah. it last. But how do you I assume you don't bring your children shopping because that is the trap that I find. And also I say yes to things because I simply want momentum. It's like say yes so we can wheel that trolley forward. Yeah. No, I would only ever bring my toddler shopping. I'd usually go at school time. And actually, it's not my children. It'd be my husband that's the worst. He is um, (laughs) a chocolate fiend. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I have to make sure I leave him at home too. Um, But, yeah, no, it's, it's difficult. I think that's, like one thing for sure like you can't even think straight Mm. when they're looking for things Mm -mm. and you've gone off track then you know like um so yeah definitely try go on your own I do I throw money at the problem when it comes to (laughs) supermarket sweeping with my children it's like if, if if it means that we can just keep this show on the road and like they just wear you down and I'm not just talking about the confectionery you know, there are certain there are certain stores that I love going to because I find mm. them amazing value. But if I have my children there, there are aisles and aisles of toys in them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work out so well. No, no, no. And uh, my older two are at the age now where they'll just sneak things into the trolley mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> so, yeah. But um. 
yeah, I think I think it's so important to try and go on your own. I mean, it just means you have a clear head. You can have your eyes on the prize and get what you need. Um, and it, it just means as well, like you can be focused on the essentials then as well. This podcast is just one way that every mum can support you. Another amazing way is with our free gift bag, packed full of essentials for you and baby, including free samples of water wipes, the number one wipe against nappy rash. To receive yours, just register now on everymum.ie. There's a free gift bag there waiting for every mum. Talk to me about Christmas. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that word out loud. Um, I, yeah, but it is. And, that, and this, you know... It is, and it, and we say this. It comes earlier every year, um. But Halloween is around the bend, and as soon mm-hmm. as, literally, as soon as they're back in from doing their trick or treat, it, it yeah. it's Christmas. It may as well be. It is. But I think families are even preparing a little bit further in advance. I feel like people are kind of beginning to acknowledge maybe a little bit of savings. Mm-hmm. Or even having conversations with their children now that are very much like, well, you know have a think about what Santa might want to bring because Santa Santa's not bringing everything this year. Yeah, no, for sure. People are starting to worry. Um, but now is the time, if you haven't already, to start saving for it um, and at least relieving a little bit of the pressure because there's nothing worse than hitting mid-November and mm. having not saved anything yet you know that's when the panic um, buying kind of happens as well yeah the emotional spending mm. and even it would be when you would be looking for um maybe getting a loan or something like that when maybe you didn't need to you could have started saving now and it might be you know not essential for you to get that loan so um I, I always say to people wait until you see how amazing it feels to have that money just sat there ready Mm -hmm. to spend on presents for Christmas it's just such a relief you know and um it's worth the putting it all aside now um as you in the run-up now and just waiting till you have that money there ready to go and then getting your Christmas presents um but yeah I think this year in more than any other year um there will be probably some changes to people's family christmas present lists um i've had a lot of people asking me you know how would you um go about like asking people for a different plan this year is there a way around the usual giving Mm. presents to a long lost cousin you know Mm. (laughs) um so yeah i know for a lot of people will be secret Santas and it will be um, coming up with maybe even a budget for your Christmas presents. So you know that everybody is just giving a 20 euro present this year. And there's lots of creative ways around that. There's lots of ways of making it a bit more fun. You could have a theme of presents. Uh, you could have shop local um then I noticed some people have done um a giving Christmas so they go around to like the likes of charity shops and they just find the funnest presents they can um it's just really about making the most of your situation and making it a bit fun you know 
for me and a lot of people, I suppose, in my zone of kind of children's age and stuff like that, like we're, I don't need anything. Like I'm time yeah. poor. Yeah. I don't, I don't need another gift from like 12 different individuals who are panic buying for me, who, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all kind of like, here's this thing I got. And it's like, oh, thank you very much. And then you do the same. And, you know, it's just, it all adds up and it's not needed. What, what I'm, so there's been chats amongst kind of people I know with kids my age and because we're so time poor, it's the, it's a Christmas favor. So it's yeah. like, right, I'll babysit your kids three times this year and you'll babysit mine three times this year. Or I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gifting you that date night. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I'll do the, I'll do pickups from dancing or even grandparents paying for that activity, you know, grandparents or, or, or siblings mm-hmm. ganging together and be like, actually, can you pay for the swimming lessons this year? Yeah. We don't need more toys. We don't need more stuff. Yeah. And I love that. I love people being like, well, what actually is it you need? And it's like, I need an hour to myself once a month. Yeah. Who wants to take my children? as my Christmas gift (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're so right you're so right because that is the thing like I would be like you struggling with time more than anything else to be honest (laughs) and like at the end of the day Christmas is um you know it's it's magical for children and if you only have a certain budget then you know it obviously has to go on children you know um but I think like I think it's definitely going to change people's thinking around Christmas Mm. this year like it just is and hopefully for the better I mean like how many times have you been given a toiletry set that just hasn't you know got used and enjoyed as much as it probably should have you know Mm. it's just um yeah it's, it's ridiculous it's not good for the environment it's not good for you and it's not good for people's budgets either it's just uh here's a present I feel like I have to give you you know and that's it I kind of feel like now is the time to start having some like grown-up chats with people yeah. in advance and being really like open and honest and being like I don't expect anything yeah I don't don't I think we do it out of obligation and we spend so much money out of fear that somebody else might think that we think less of them because we didn't get them a gift. And it's all this kind of pressure. But actually, if we have some open conversations, not the week of Christmas, earlier, you know, if you Mm -hmm. are meeting family in October or November Mm -hmm. beforehand and just be kind of like, where are we at? Because there might really be someone at that table that is genuinely doesn't know how they're going to get through it. Yeah, I agree. And like, it doesn't even need to be just for the money because in so many ways, those kind of presents are so much more thoughtful. Mm. Like they just are. They're the, mem- they're the presents you're going to remember forever. Like remember that time you got given that hour off a month <laughs> or remember that, um, that giving Christmas, whatever it is, like it's just, it's kind of putting... a a spin on Christmas Mm. and it means that people have to kind of think out of the box Mm. and you know you're going to just really enjoy that present so much more than a 10 euro toiletry set and I think 
people are a little bit afraid that yeah like you said they're they're going to think differently but if you're all coming together and you're having that conversation then it just makes everything so much easier and usually in my experience the people who are struggling the most don't look like they are at all so Mm -hmm. they might be just really glad that you were the one to bring up that conversation and start that that talk there's so much woven like our emotions are really woven into our our money and when we have it how we feel about ourselves and when we don't have it how we feel about ourselves and and the the guilt that a lot of you know parents who are in this situation might feel associated with you know have I made bad choices or am I doing enough for my children or am I protecting them enough or certainly when it comes to the Mm -hmm. housing crisis a guilt that they're you know that they might have to move their families move their kids how can we start to disassociate what's happening with the control over our money and our emotional well-being? I think a lot of it comes down to talking a bit more about it. Um, I know for a lot of people, it's really difficult. Like even in my comments, I have to put up a lot of question boxes and things like that because a lot of people want to be anonymous. Mm. Um, You know, they're afraid that maybe there's somebody that they know is also following me and Mm -hmm. sees their query or their worries. So there's still this like shame associated with it. There is, yeah, there is for sure. But the amazing thing is some of the people that I would have seen being anonymous for a good while will eventually start commenting then in the comments and interacting a bit more with other people like you can see a bit of growth there and hopefully as well it's becoming a bit more normal I mean I love to share success stories with the money as well make it a bit more positive and like a lot of those stories are people who are in a similar situation to them and have come the other side and are celebrating that victory of, you know, going on that journey and going through some tough times and being the better for it. They have like um, reached certain goals and are maybe still on a journey, but they know they'll reach the rest of their goals as well. Um, But yeah, I, I hope by talking about it and making it a bit more accessible to more people because like when I first was looking into uh, budgeting and debt free and all of that like at the time there wasn't many pages in Ireland that I could find now this was a good few years ago there's a lovely community now but at the time it was all in America like America's much further than us in a lot of ways there with finances they would have been talking about it for a good few years and um yeah now there's a lovely community here and it's just growing and thankfully because like I you know I I I do struggle still by you know things like looking at particular I don't know like a pay slip or something and me kind of going well I don't mm. really know I don't I I I find if I find it I don't know, I find like it's not for me to know about. Yeah. For too long, maybe I have felt like that. And now I'm like, well, you're 38 years old and it's your money. 
if you yeah. don't know about it now who is going yeah. to like I it's kind of this feeling of like no it's I've worked for this I own mm-hmm. it what am I and I think it might have been as well just I suppose different financial situations going on in my own life in terms of having to grow up a bit and get more security and have conversations around pensions have conversations around life assurance what happens to me if something happens to me yeah and I think kids bring bring those conversations to the fore as well because all of a sudden you're not just kind of like well it's just my money I'll do what I want yeah you're earning your money to provide security for the people that you love the most um and I'm not where I want I want to be because uh, because I didn't want to think about it until it's kind of yeah. like you have to. So I'm like, the pension thing is another massive money issue that isn't spoken enough about. And women are definitely adversely affected. Yeah. Yeah, no, like it's it's so important to have goals and to be looking towards the future. And um, like you were saying there, um, I think it's so important to have a job for your money so you know where your money is going and uh, part of that is looking at your payslip are you getting everything you're supposed to be getting what is coming out um are you getting the right tax credits I know in particular a lot of women say to me that they maybe gave some of their tax credits to their husband because they were off for a number of years and then they forgot to get them back and they end up paying more tax so it's important to look at things like that the revenue are amazing at the moment if you ring them on the phone they will explain everything to you and will often tell you which is the best option for you um and yeah, it's so important to give your money a job. Like that's the thing that's so empowering then because you are in control of your money instead of your money controlling you. Instead of you going, well, I only have this much left. It, instead, you've turned the tables and you go, I know I've that much left and I know what's happening with that money. It's going here, it's going there. Like the amount of people who turn to me and then say, look, for the first time ever I forgot it was payday and that is just like the most amazing feeling um and it means then that you are in the right place because you had prepared your money all the way along the month and then payday happened and you can then budget it on payday or after payday if you forgot it um pensions yes that's a whole massive topic Mm. um the state pension is definitely not enough and if you've like not set up a pension it's definitely time to look into it I mean it's money that is taken out of your paycheck before the taxes so like it's a no-brainer if you can afford to start putting money towards a pension um every employer has to um set up a pension for you if you want to um get pensions so it's definitely something that I definitely am advocating for um it's just so so important and to not be intimidated to find out more find out have the conversation uh, you don't need to be you know you don't need to shy away from it because you think well I don't know enough about it if you're saying to yourself I don't know enough about it that's reason enough to just pick up the phone 
and to talk yeah. to somebody who does know enough about it. Exactly. And especially for women, because I think it's so important that you have that financial mm. independence the whole way through your life. You know, it doesn't just stop when you stopped working. Um, it's so important that you have your own goals for your money as well, combined then with your partner, if you have a partner. But it's it's is so important. Like you shouldn't be just expecting to live off their pension and I'll just, you know, um, carry on. <laughs> it's so important that um, we do put those plans in place, like you said, for your kids. And another point as well I'd love to make is tell your kids what you're doing. Explain to them why you're making these choices so that then the next generation finds it so much easier to talk about money, because I think that's where a lot of our generation is struggling is because the previous generation spoke even less about money. Mm. So we're already having to speak up a lot more about things and they're going, oh, my God, are you actually saying that? But then our kids, it will be second nature to them, do you know? And that includes being able to ask for what they deserve when it comes to even mm. sitting in that interview room. Money, the cost of living is going up and those hard conversations are probably, it's not all just about how much you can save. Mm -hmm. The fix is going to be also how much yeah. more can I earn? Mm-hmm. And how much more can I earn? And am I being on the right tax levels? And uh, is it going into things that I don't need to? Is it still going into some sort of leap card, but I'm no longer commuting and that's already coming out of my before tax? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I should really cancel that. Like, are we on top of the big stuff? Mm -hmm. And that's it's an intimidating place, I think, for some people to kind of enter into. <laughs> I, I, for some for some people it's um they're going to probably be really looking at their choices in life and seeing you know are they even in the right career are they better off staying at home with the cost of childcare, um you know again like you were saying are they better off taking public transport instead of you you know the cost of petrol and diesel right now is crazy um so, yeah, it's definitely a time where a lot of people will be having those really difficult decisions. And I think, yes, they're going to have to uh, look at what are they getting in, and as an income, um, whether it is their primary income or are they having to look at side hustles and extra income, taking a pastime that maybe could become another job for them. And there'll be people even taking second jobs because at the end of the day, you can only strip back your lifestyle mm -hmm. so much. You also have to try and increase your income. Um, and like, it's going to be a difficult little while for a lot of people, I think. Where should people start if they're listening to this and they just feel like I just need, I just, I don't even know where to start, but I know I need to start. So to start, you need to look back. You need to look back at last month and see where did your money go? Um, where did it all go? Did you take lots of little trips to the supermarket? Um, did you do some online shopping? Even the likes of your direct debits, 
is there subscriptions you don't need mm -hmm. a lot of people during the pandemic would have signed up to things and they didn't need it um I know we stripped back on a lot of our subscriptions at the start of this year when we went down to that single income we um got rid of extra tv subscriptions we didn't need and then the ones we kept we brought right back down to the the lowest option mm. so it just helps even though you might see the benefit of that this month over the year really does help and it's just it's another less thing to worry about every month and in a way that gives you a kind of win before you've started um, because when you're looking at that list of bills coming out of your bank account it can feel quite overwhelming and I know before I started budgeting I just didn't want to know mm. <laughs> I just didn't want to know what was coming out and um, but now I very much do and if I get an email saying something's gone off oh for goodness sake because I know what it was um, so that's the first thing I would do and then I would be looking at that category that's your variables. So I'd be looking at, first off, how much do you think you need to put in each category? Give a nice little guesstimate there. Like how much do you think you need to be putting towards food? Again, you have last months to look at. So that will give you an idea. So maybe knock a little percentage off because you're trying to now make a change. So if you were spending 600, say on food, maybe bring it back to 550, um, just that little bit, just to see. And I would give yourself about, it usually takes about three months to really mm. get it in the right like way, get your budget the way you really like it. Um, because I know myself, when we cut back our food too much, we were getting takeaways because mm. we didn't have food in the house. And we were hungry mm -hmm. and it was Friday evening. You're like, I so don't want just like a diet. I want something special. Just like a diet, you'll binge mm. if you mm. cut back too much. And the same with personal. Like I'll have people say to me, well, why are you putting that much towards personal when you could be like putting it towards, you know, something else like a bill or um, towards your debt? Like I would have cleared my debt way quicker if I hadn't been putting money towards me. But then I mightn't have stuck to it. Mm. So it's about like getting that happy balance mm. and um, working out the budget that's right for you and your family. And I think it's so important to try and do it for yourself because one, you'll stick to it. But two, you are the only ones that really know your own budget and your own life. Mm. And you are the only one that's able to make that call about what you're willing to cut back on and what you're not willing to cut back on. And I think for so many people, it's been so helpful for them to look at their own budget and work that out and learn their own finances because at the end of the day, then they are in control of their money and they did it. They, they didn't go to anyone for that. They did it themselves. Mm. Thank you so much for setting up your page and sharing all of that information. I it, it genuinely like you wouldn't have. There's clearly a demand. There's clearly a need. There's a lot of access to financial experts, but they're not always talking our language, and they're mm -hmm. not always giving really practical ways that actually you just want to find out. Well, how do I feed my family of five on five euro? 
you know, mm-hmm. those are the things that are obviously resonating and matter to families yeah. right now. Thank you for giving your time to those people, because I know that that's what it is that you are doing. You are giving immense amount of time, encouragement, ideas, guidance and support. Um, you know, you're not you're not being paid to do it. You're doing it for free for these yeah. people. Thank you for doing that. Um, and thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Schneid. Thank you so much for listening and to Water Wipes, the number one baby wipe in Ireland for their support. Their wipes are made with simply two ingredients and nothing else and are plastic free, meaning you can do what's best for your baby's skin and the planet. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe, rate or leave a review. Share this episode across social and get in touch with this week's guest at Irish Budgeting on Instagram.